build your cultural competence. Listen to interesting stories. Learn about the cultural fails and how to avoid them. Get the global perspective here at Culture Matters on International Business. Your host, Chris Smith, has a plan. A plan for people who are looking for a solution. He makes you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences. Every episode, he interviews a prominent guest who will tell you his or her story and share international experiences, making you more cultural competent. And now, here's your host, Chris Smith. Culture Matters. Welcome to the Culture Matters podcast. We're on episode 83. And this week, we have Deborah Moody. Deborah Moody is the executive director of the Association of Certified Professional Wedding Consultants. And if you abbreviate that, you get the ACPWC. They offer training and certification courses for wedding and event planners. They also have a membership association which provides continuing education and support for wedding professionals. You might wonder, what is a wedding and event planner doing on this podcast? Well, stay tuned. Find out. It's time for this week's guest at Culture Matters. Deborah, good morning, because it's good morning where you are, isn't it? Yes, it is. Good morning. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, actually, uh, I, I just came out of the garden. I was doing a little bit of sunbathing because I, I'm a sun lover, and uh, it's uh, we're recording this in June 7th, 2017. That's for those people who are listening in the future. And we have had a bit of a rough spring so every patch of sun that i can i can find you can find me in that bit of sun there so um, <laughs> but i reckon you are from a sunny place somehow because if you say good morning i am saying good evening it is 5:33 here uh recording time so tell us a little bit about yourself we don't know who you are and where do you come from where are you now and what is your so-called cultural frame of reference you have about 10 minutes for this whole load of questions Okay, great. Well, first of all, good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh -huh, um, I am coming to you from San Jose, California, which is just south of San Francisco. It's a beautiful, lovely, sunny day here, and uh, we are enjoying the great weather as always. As always. Uh, yes. We're so happy to be out of drought conditions. Uh -huh. So I am originally from uh, from Ohio. Uh -huh. um, I moved out here a few, quite a few years ago and um, uh, began... Uh, you know, my education in the Sacramento area. Um, after attending San Jose State, I uh, remained on in San Jose and I uh, started my business. Well, I started wedding consulting actually uh, in 1995, although the company is actually uh, started in 1990. Um, the name of the company is the Association of Certified professional wedding consultants That's a and mouthful. yes it is and i have trouble saying it sometimes too that's <laughs> why we normally just say acpwc right we train and certify wedding and event planners okay and so our program is a on uh is a is a home study program or we also have personalized courses um, that people can come and learn how to be wedding and event planners. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, oh, I didn't know there was a school for that. Exactly. Um, so we're here to kind of help people to understand that there is a school for that. And it is important to get training for whatever job career you want to pursue. 
um, wedding planning and event planning has really just become really on the scene for the, let's say, quote, average Joe over the past 10, 15 years. It used to be that only the uh, rich and famous, so to speak, um, were familiar with or used uh, those types of services. Uh-huh. So I'm happy to say that uh, that 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 market is greatly opened and there is a there's a great need because there's always someone getting married. And what people fail to realize is that your wedding is probably the largest expense that you will incur outside of maybe your home um, and your and your car for most people. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's you know it's a large you know it's a large chunk of of change for uh, for one day event so Very to speak. Much, yes. Um, the market has just completely grown, and within that market, um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of diversity. Um, we uh, started uh, our company. The company actually started in 1990, and I actually purchased it from the founder, whose name was Ann Nola. Okay. And when she decided that she wanted to retire, I I purchased the company from her. Now, Ann started off as a uh, as a bridal show producer. And so through the through the bridal show, she could see that there was so much um, there were no standards. There was no uh, there there was no level of excellency. There was very little level of excellency. Mm -hmm. And people were doing things in so many different manners that she thought it would be important to take some time, set up a program that could help people to understand really the process and really the steps that are taken when you are actually getting married, because it isn't as easy as, you know, just, you know, run down to the courthouse. <laughs> now it really has become, uh, it's gone into production mode, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so she set up this, set up the training program and um, uh, from then, you know, it's been running from then on. Along with the training program, um, we have a membership association now, the, the basis for that is that, okay, so now we've trained you, you know, what's next? We want to be there to support you as you're starting your business. Mm-hmm. We want to be there to, to mentor you, to uh, to give you, you know, additional information. You need to have someone to call if you have a question, something comes up and you don't know how to handle the situation or right. you're just not sure. I have consultants calling me quite a bit and saying, okay. Can you just can you talk me off the ledge because this is what I'm doing and uh, and I'm not sure if this is the right thing or not. And more times than not, they did the right thing. They just um, it, it's just you know there's just an uncertainty because yeah. when you're dealing with people, there's always an uncertainty. Yeah, they needed um, the confirmation from your side. Right, and so yeah. living in California, we really have a large diverse. Uh, you know, diversity of, of cultures, mm-hmm. um, in particularly in, in this area, and it's and it's wonderful because you're it's close to Silicon Valley. Thing. For those of you who are geographically impaired, for instance, it's you're close. You're under San Francisco, which is th- that Silicon Valley area, right? Yes, I yes. live in Silicon Valley. Absolutely, you do. but you do um, something totally non-technical. Uh, true, and you know what's funny is because I do have a technical background. I uh, <laughs> I was in purchasing for for years, and people are like, "How?" And I I purchased things, printed boards, uh, you know, and 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 parts and that kind of thing. And people are like, "How can you do that?" And I'm like, "That paid the bills, and uh-huh. and you know, but this feeds my soul. It feeds my spirit. Uh-huh. It makes me happy. So that's why I wound up in wedding consulting. And I've always been." 
uh, a planner at, at heart. Even when I was a child, I would, uh, you know, plan tea parties and do, uh, I would either plan tea parties or play teacher. So for me to grow up and be a person who teaches you how to plan parties it was my destiny. It, you know, it's, it's pretty you know simple as that. So that's nicely, um, it's nicely phrased as well. It pays the bill, but this one feeds my soul. I'm going to remember yes. that. I'm going to borrow that at times from you, <laughs> if I may. Um, Feel free. <laughs> all right, thank you. So it's uh, I, I prompted you for this question that I'm about to ask you just before we uh, actually hit record here, uh, and I'm just curious because um, I have been married as well. I've been married twice. I'm a serial D4C. That's what I, uh, how I tend to call myself. Uh, are you married yourself? And, and if so, if I can ask that question, of course, uh, and if so, who organized your wedding? Okay. So yes, I am married. Uh -huh. I have been married for, it'll be 23 years. Actually, our anniversary is on the 25th of oh, June. June. All right. Congratulations. Yes. And I actually, we actually went to Lake Tahoe uh -huh. and got married up there. And right. it was because, <laughs> Well, first of all, let me let me just say that I was not a planner, an official planner. I was not trained. I had not taken the course uh -huh. uh, when I got married okay. <laughs> in my defense. Uh -huh. <laughs> so we, you know, <laughs> so we did a smaller family close friend wedding up in Tahoe, which I did coordinate myself and uh, it was great. And, you know, everything went well. Um, it's just that we wanted a smaller, closer uh, group. Um, and we had a lot of, uh, you know, there was a lot of things going on at, at that time. So uh, we just wanted to do, you know, and eat something easier. Mm -hmm. um, I, like you, had been married before and did the did the huge wedding thing. And, um, yeah, I just wasn't going to do that again. Okay. I think that we get sometimes so much involved in the actual wedding uh, that we forget about really the meaning of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the really the, the marriage, you know, we should forget about the marriage. We love everybody loves weddings, but people don't stop and take enough time to think about I think about marriage. But I think what happens is, you know, in the thinking in a, in a cultural arena, mm -hmm. that's something that that's going to that comes up a little bit more and is and is much more important to address for the simple fact that now you are blending two cultures Right. And you have to be you have to be aware of that. You have to be mindful and respectful. Mm -hmm. And when you're dealing with with such a wonderful occasion, a special occasion as a wedding, um, it's important that grandma and grandpa are not offended. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> sometimes we get moving so fast and we forget to stop and uh, be respectful of our elders and of our culture. Okay. All right, makes makes good sense as well. I've been I've been married to an Indian, um, and that was that was sp special as well in terms of doing a wedding because that was that was spread out over cover a couple of days, as, right. uh, as Indians tend to do that. Uh, and where I'm being from the Netherlands, I'm used to it's, it, we call this a wedding day. So it's actually already encapsulated in the language because it's a wedding day, while Indians call this a wedding, and it's not a day because it takes a couple of days. Right. Exactly. It's more much more of an event. Yes. Now you, you mentioned in the beginning that um uh, this actually this is booming, or at least the business is growing, that's what you said. And has this has this anything to do with uh because that the first thing that came to mind was the wedding planner, the movie. Was was that a big yes. push? Was that a help? Oh absolutely. Yeah, uh, and I have to say I have seen that movie 
I, I, I will honestly admit that I've seen that movie about 150 times. Is it any good? Uh, it's a great movie. I mean, uh, any and, good in terms from your perspective, that is, right? Your professional um, perspective. Parts of it are not realistic. However, the concept of hiring a professional uh-huh. to put everything together for your big day is is very much on point. Um, if you notice in the movie... She is coordinating um, all of the the aspects. You know, you're you're deciding upon that. She, she's with the groom. They're deciding upon the flowers. They're looking at the different locations mm-hmm. that would fit for their particular scenario. They are, uh, you know, there's there's just this uh, litany of uh, of of services and 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 duties that need to be and responsibilities that need to be handled. And that's what the that's what the planners do. Um, people often think that they can do it themselves, and then they get down to the last few days, and they realize, oh my gosh, I forgot to do this, or I forgot to that. Uh-huh. I can't do everything on my own. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, sometimes it's too late. Um, yes. If you ask, if you ask couples if there was one thing that they would have changed about their wedding day, um, about eighty percent of them or more would say. I wish we'd have hired a planner. Yeah. You you get to that point where they're all they're stressed out, they're they're exhausted. Oh yeah. They are, you know, they're snapping at the family and everybody else because they're just so overwrought. Had they if they, had they just hired a planner, they wouldn't have that that that's, issue. That's I I very much agree with you because the, the thing that I mean, of course, the wedding itself that's stuck with me. Um but you're being I wonder if I translate this you're being lived. I mean, you you're not you're not you're not living it other people are living your day in a way because it goes by so fast and things you don't have the time to enjoy you know what's what's really happening right and that's what we do we take the uh we take the um we take the stress yeah we take the we take the role of the director for that day so that you're not worried about uh who's going to tell me you know what do i need to do i I don't want to have a bunch of people running up to me asking me questions um, we make sure that, uh, things run on time. We, you know, our job is to make sure, you know, to, to help you stay on budget, um, to mm-hmm. just to manage the day for you so that you can spend that time with your family. Yes. And again, we, we encourage, you know, we tell people don't, you know, they say, Oh, my mom's going to do this. My mom's going to do that. Your mom should be a guest at your wedding. Right. Your family, your entire family should be a guest at your wedding. They should not be running around chasing a caterer tracking down a photographer or, or all of those duties that that the, that the planner has already, uh, you know, that's what you're paying her for, mm-hmm. to take care of those details for you. Yeah. Let your parents, uh, you know, enjoy the day just like you're enjoying the day. All right. It sounds sounds good. It's the, um, you mentioned as well, because of, of the, the growth of your business and the area that you're in, uh, the San Jose, the South Bay of San Francisco, that is, um, and that which is populated by many different cultures. And you also said yes. that um, this having a wedding planner or an event planner is, <clears throat> excuse me, is something that's, that more and more people are doing. And it's not only the, the, the big budgets or the, the celebrities. So what kind of different people with different background, uh, what kind of demands have people? And, and of course, I'm interested in the outrageous ones as well. Not only, <laughs> but also a few. Well, you know, it's funny because because there is such a mix of cultures here, you you have, you know, great combinations of everything. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most interesting ones personally 
I had was a um, uh, Hispanic family and a Vietnamese family. And so the Spanish, Together. you know, the, the, yes. Oh, okay. So half of the half of the guests were speaking Spanish. Half of the guests were speaking Vietnamese. <laughs> I don't speak either. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I basically could communicate with the bride and groom and the best man and the maid of honor. And, you know, maybe a couple of the others in the bridal party. But uh, the communication is, is, is difficult when you're when imagine. you're talking about different languages. But surprisingly, when you're talking about an occasion that is so special, mm-hmm. you can tell that everybody's on the same page. You can tell that everybody is, is, is happy, that everybody is supporting the marriage, that everybody is there to show their love and to enjoy themselves and to celebrate with, mm-hmm. the, with the bride and groom. And you, there, you don't have to have words to do that. Right. That's shown through the emotion. It's shown through a smile. Uh-huh. It's shown through a hug, you know, and so sometimes, you know, we think that it's going to be harder than it is. Yeah, there's some things that have to be communicated. We get that. But oh, some things can be communicated non-verbally. And it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I've also had a wedding where um, the guests were uh, from Germany. Mm-hmm. So everything was Both. spoken the was- and then translated. Right. So the the, the uh, officiant would say it in English uh-huh. and then the interpreter would say it in German. OK. And so that was kind of fun. That was really kind of fun. You know, and then what was very what was very lovely is because you had um, the German traditions um, that that come into play and the, and the different ethnic groups have their different traditions. And it makes a very interesting um, ceremony and it makes a very interesting reception. And I try to encourage, uh, I, I encourage that diversity. I, you know, what are you going to do that can make your wedding uh, a signature wedding, something different than what everybody else mm-hmm. is doing? So if you can bring a cultural element to that, it yeah. makes it very special. Even, you know, even in the rehearsal. So when you have your rehearsal dinner, maybe you want to use your cultural foods in your rehearsal dinner right. if you don't want to do it on wedding day. Maybe you can implement some cultural elements into your uh, into your centerpieces or into, you know, some themes or something that are that that are that are going to be introduced. Do it through music. Do it through food. Do it, um, you know, the different spices and the different um, just the, the, the different things that that people do. Uh, dancing. Yes. People are bringing in uh, different cultural dancing during the, the cocktail hour. Uh-huh. You know, how fun is that? Bring in some entertainment, something that shows uh, that shows my background, where I'm from, what we believe. You know, when you're blending two cultures, it it can sometimes be, you know, it's a challenge. Um, It's not just, you know, it's not just the that two people and two found, you know, two people are coming together. You've got two families coming together. Very much. Yes. And they have to, at least at that evening, you know, enjoy themselves and hopefully lay the foundation in order for them to move on together as well as a. Absolutely. And and when you're. Yeah. And, and when and you think about it, if you it used to be pretty much, you know, you, you were if you try to blend two religions, mm-hmm. it was it was problematic. Yes. Now you're bl- bl- blending not just the religion, but the whole cultural background. Yeah. And um, it, it can be a challenge. But the but the secret is to uh, be respectful of the other religion, learn as much about it as you can, mm-hmm. even not just for the bride and groom, but 
but particularly for the planner because she needs to make sure that everything is is in line and appropriate and also the family is it's nice that the family can have an understanding of the other culture because if you're going to do something that's un- unusual um you know you you, you might want to let them know okay this is what's going to happen there's going to be this special cultural dance you know mm-hmm. you want to pay particular attention to this part because it's going to be very interesting um so and, and you know it's just nice you know moms have this you know, typically the mothers and mother of the bride and mother of the groom have this bond going. Uh And so when you've got a different culture, you know, there needs to be some, an an understanding there. Mm -hmm. Yes, that makes true. I think it makes, makes good sense. And, and how, how do you, as, as Deborah Moody, how do you keep up with understanding those different cultures? I mean, is that something that you take a book or do you just go with the flow or are there moments where you frown? Like, is that really what you want to do? Um, what I personally, I think that, you know, when you sit down with your couples to do a consultation, mm-hmm. um, that's something that you need to, uh, that's something that you need to address, you know, head on. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Young people, uh, like, like everyone else, people understand their culture. They have a culture. Are you going to go traditional or are you going to go, uh, you know, what's in style? Yes. And so once you determine um, if we're going the traditional cultural way uh-huh. or if we're going the, uh, you know, the what is what is the norm for right now or is it is it a blended, you know, is it, is it going to be a blended thing? So that's why I say if you if you want to be traditional to to uh, for your wedding, but you also want to bring in the cultural elements, you can do those in different areas. And, and, and that way everybody kind of gets their piece of the pie, so to speak. Everybody is, has a, has a piece of it that they understand. You've got bring, if you bring in part of the bride's culture and you bring in part of the groom's culture Mm -hmm. and you, and you blend them in the proper manner, um, it makes for just a a delightful, wonderful, uh, signature event that nobody can duplicate because it's, it's, it's about you and your culture. Mm -hmm. Makes good sense. Yes. Um, are there any like really outrageous things that you've seen or come across also with your ACP WC? <laughs> outrageous. Um, the one that actually sticks out, you know, that actually that's, that's the one that, that comes up, comes to mind when I ask this question. Uh, you know, we come across uh, bridezillas. I, I think that's probably where we're going with this. Bridezillas. Bridezillas, and and that's the person, that's the bride who now there's groomzillas as well, okay. but that's the bride who is so uh, strung out and so uh, <laughs> stressed out that she uh, is basically just lashing out at everybody and everything around oh, her. Um, that's and horrible for the person know, itself as well. It, it 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 can be a horrible experience. It's yeah. it's horrible for. The poor, typically, you know, it's horrible for the poor groom and, and, and most people are like, oh, that poor groom, he's gonna, you know, he's, he's in for it. It's horrible for the vendors because nobody wants to, you know, the wedding professionals don't want, they don't enjoy working with a person like that. Um, I, I always advise my, my consultants when they're sitting down and they're having a consultation, um, we, we offer a free consultation with Mm -hmm. our, when we sit down with our clients, right? So I say to them, if you sit down to have a consultation with your couple 
And there is a, you pick up on a vibe of, you know, a, a strange vibe, um, something that doesn't sit well in your spirit, something that just isn't quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better to say at that point, I don't, I think that I'm not the right fit for, for right. you and let them go, you know, let them find a different planner. Um, because this is a person you're going to be working with them for probably a year mm-hmm. and you're going to be dreading it every time you have to meet with them. If you don't, if, if you're not in sync, if you're not on the same page yep. and oftentimes when the bride is, you know, is, is, is at a, a very high stressed out level and you're sitting at a, at a free consultation, what level is she going to be at when it's actual yeah, wedding day? Absolutely. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be that stress on steroids, right? Yeah. So I advise them to, if that's the case, let her go now and and save yourself the, the stress and the aggravation. Because what will happen is no matter how right you do everything, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can you can have everything planned out. But there's always something that that there's a potential for something to go wrong. It can be a, a little something. But that bride is going to throw it out of proportion because she's already at the top of, yep. of the stress level. Yep. And that could that could in turn that could potentially um, ruin your reputation and your business, because if she goes off in front of her guests, you could have potentially had 10 other weddings sitting in that sitting in that audience. Right. Absolutely. And now she goes off and it's always the planner's fault. Whether it is or it isn't, <laughs> it always is perceived yes. that it's the planner's fault. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I advise them, let her go. I've had uh, three instances where I have suggested when the bride, when the when the consultant called me and said, you know, this bride is this or that or the other. I'm like, OK, you know what? You need to to tell her that you're not the planner to, you know, for her, right. that this is not a good fit yeah. and, and let her go find someone else, because if you don't, it's going to be a problem. And I had three instances where this happened and they all wound up in lawsuits. Yeah. Oh, God, that's that's even worse. That's mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Um, I, we talked somewhat about uh, Hispanic versus Vietnamese, uh, German, Germanic weddings, if you want. Um, how about cross U.S.? Is there are there differences in how people say uh, left, right, north, and south? How people uh, within the United States or say compare Canada with that as well? Are there differences there? Yes, absolutely. So the highest uh, dollar weddings are. Uh, New York, okay. Chicago, uh, L.A., and 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 so Northern California, Southern California, like the the highest. Those are probably the four highest uh, areas. And uh, you have this uh, perception. I think you know, particularly on the East Coast, mm-hmm. it's very important that you really make make a showing, make a statement. Right. This is this is our wedding. This is it's not really it it sometimes evolves that it's not really so much about the bride and groom, but more about sometimes it involves into business transactions. Right. It you know, you know, it it, it takes on a whole new uh, level. And so what we're finding now is that people are getting away from that, particularly in California. We have kind of a different. Northern California and Southern California Mm -hmm. are have very different mentalities. Yes. Um. We are out here. We're more um, the Northern Californians are more into a, a natural kind of uh, people element. Mm-hmm. And what's going to make me happy? What's going to be, you know, what's going to be fun for my guests? You know, creating a nice experience. 
where uh, other areas are more into show. And so uh, you, you, you have this different dynamic going on. Um, same with in, you know, in the in the in the south, you know, uh, southern areas, it's more about the hospitality and making sure that the guests are, are happy and they're enjoying themselves and and that um, as opposed to having a big production. Right. Which would be more like you said, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles mm -hmm. or San Francisco, mm -hmm. less San Francisco mm -hmm. than Los Angeles like that. Right. 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 And, and culturally. Um, you know, like we, we discussed the South Asian brides are, um, it's a, it's a, it's, it's several days of events. Mm -hmm. It's not just the wedding day. It's not just rehearsal the night before and the wedding day. There, there's days of events that, uh, uh, come with that. And it's, and it's wonderful. It's very, it's very fun. It's, if you're not in that culture and you get to go and experience that, it's a wonderful thing. And I think that's why, uh, Californians embrace Um, right. the, the different cultures so much because we enjoy going and learning and seeing, um, you know, the different cultures. We enjoy the music and the food and, mm -hmm. and all the different elements that make things different. Right. Um, and we can get along with that. We're respectful of that. We embrace that. Mm -hmm. We think it's a wonderful thing. We don't, you know, you're not trying to alienate people and, and, um, you know, you make them feel like they're lesser than you're like, you're embracing that and, and, and bringing that culture together just enriches, is, enriches yeah. you as an individual. I can imagine. I agree with that as well. And, uh, when I do my workshops, um, I, I, I ask people, you know, what the, what the least culturally sensitive people are in the, on the world. Most people pick out the Americans and I, I don't find that true at all. There is, there's, there's not a cultural insensitivity in the United States. You're just not as exposed as, uh, say, Europeans, for instance, to different languages, different, uh, currencies, uh, different news items and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's probably true. I think the difference, one of the differences, I, I would say there's, there's an ignorance. Mm -hmm. yes. Um, and I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. I no. mean that in, in the sense of unknowing. Lack of exposure, um, really, yeah exposure we don't know and it, and it could be partly because we're so in in europe uh, the countries are close together uh -huh. you know here we're kind of isolated we only have canada and we only have mexico yes uh, so we we don't have uh we're not exposed to our borders aren't linked to you know five or six countries where there's an easy way to to, to interact right oh, yeah. so you you don't have that exposure and so you are somewhat isolated and if you're a person who doesn't travel which I think is just, you know, I think if, if you can travel, it, it just really opens up a, a whole new world yes. for you. But if you're, if you're a person who doesn't travel, it's hard for you to get an understanding mm -hmm. and, and an appreciation for what you really have here. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes we are a little bit, um, we, we kind of have that, that perception that we're, we're, we're better than. And, um, you know, it's not a matter of better than we're, mm -hmm. we're different. Everybody is different. Yeah, and if you can respect those differences, learn, you know, learn about the different cultures and embrace them. Um, it makes for just a, just a, a much different uh, worldview on things. I wish everybody had that same uh, that same outlook when it comes to to working internationally and and, and working and looking at different cultures. This actually, uh, Deborah, is a is a is a good segue into uh, the two final questions that I have for you, which is the one I prompted you before actually we hit record. Is can you give us 
three tips to become more culturally competent from your uh, perspective, professionally or personally? Yes, I would say first thing is that when you're going to deal with a different culture, take the time to do some research. Um, Understand what that culture, you know, understand more about that culture so that when you enter in, you're you're entering from a, a perspective of, I don't know it all, but I do have an overall knowledge of, uh, you know, of, of what uh, what the culture is about. I would say, secondly, um, to be open to new experiences. Um, different cultures provide you with such a richness of, you know, they can just enrich your life in such a powerful way. Um, so you need to be open to to explore those those different opportunities. And then I would say, you know, again, I'll repeat on a, on a personal level, mm-hmm. if you are able to travel, to go to different places and see, you know, different parts of the world, um, even if you just travel within the w- within your country, right. um, there's different there's a whole lot of different levels and different different people and different um, nationalities right in your own backyard. Take the time to uh, get to know some of those people and and. and um, get to be friends with them, you know, know, know their culture, let them, let them explain things to you, you know, do, do, look up some history. When you go into a different country, look up the history, look up, uh, you know, the, 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 um, you know, the customs, right. you know, what do we do? You don't want to go someplace and be disrespectful. You know, I, you know, I hate to add that term ugly American, but sometimes when we go places, we're not, we're not appropriate. Uh-huh. Um, so I think if you take the time to look up some of the cultures and, and, and have an understanding of, of what's going on, it, it would it would behoove you to do so. Great. Sounds really good. Um, really good tips. I like the uh, uh, take the time to do some research as well. I make friends. Make friends is a good thing. It's a, It could be one of those slogans. Today, I'm going to make a new friend and, right. and see who this person turns out to be in the end. Right. For, for us, um, uh, the, the wedding business is all about relationships. Yes, I can imagine. Um, the relationships that you develop will make or break your business yeah. truly. Um, you have to have relationships. If something happens in the end, you know, you need to have be able to work, you know, have a, have a relationship with a with another wedding professional who can come in and help, you know, the cake, mm-hmm. the cake fail. You, you need to have a relationship with that bakery that can come in and replace the cake or, yeah. you know, replace the flowers or whatever the situation may be. That's all done through relationships. Yeah, it's true. I've, I've got the feeling that you're pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I try, you know, it, it, it's important whether you're, whether in business or personal, uh-huh. all of the relationships that you, de- you know, that you develop over the years um, will, uh, they really in- enrich your life. And, you know, as you're getting older, you get to have more of appreciation for that sure. because people, you know, they're, they're, they're going to come and they're going to go. Mm-hmm. But the ones who are, you know, your friends are the ones that are going to stick by you. So you develop those relationships and hope that, that, their lifelong, um, their, their, for the rest of your life. Sure, good. If people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way that they can do that? They can. Uh, my my email is dmoody at acpwc.com. The company is the Association of Certified Professional Wedding Consultants. Mm-hmm. The website is www acpwc.com and um, phone 408-227-2792. Um, we train and certify wedding planners and event planners and um, 
you know, you can start a course at any time. There's no there's no restrictions mm-hmm. um, as far as start date or, or, or you know, we, we give you three months um, right. to try and get through the program, but there's no restriction on when you start. Um, we encourage people to go and to get training because um, credentials shows credibility. True. It shows that you that you believe in your craft and that you've taken time to go the extra mile. Um, You know, people ask me all the time, is there is there uh, is there do you have to be um, do you have to be certified? No, you don't have Uh to be certified, but it definitely it definitely helps. Yes, I can imagine that makes good sense as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks so much for um, giving us an insight into uh, an aspect of culture that I just didn't know existed. Um, but we cleared up that bit as well. <laughs> Moody, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right. My pleasure. Take care then. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks, Deborah, for coming on the show and enlightening us with your view of a professional wedding planner from California, from San Jose, and also shining some lights on how culturally different weddings can actually be. Again, thank you for coming on the show. Well, that was it for this episode number 83 of the Culture Matters podcast has come to an end. I'll be back in two weeks' time with another episode. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. That's it for this episode. Culture Matters, making you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences. Your host, Chris Smith, has a plan. A plan for people who are looking for a solution.